All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Gambit Podcast. I am SoloBase15 here with my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, we have a lot of 3v3 and 5v5 to talk about. How are you tonight? I'm overwhelmed, Solo. It was, <laughs> uh, I'm kind of, I don't know. I, I was kind of getting a little tired of 3v3, actually, uncharacteristically. I like it, but I'm kind of glad it's over. But 5v5 is actually really daunting. You and I were just talking about it just a minute ago. And 3v3 is nice in its simplicity that you use just use Galactic Legend versus Galactic Legend. And then uh, beyond that, like there's no off-meta counters to Galactic Legends in 3v3. 5v5, like that becomes the actually like high-end meta like that that's what you have to do is use use those off meta counters and um it's daunting after i haven't done it for a couple of like a month and a half i guess well that's that's the hardest part of this constant every other type thing um i forget everything i did <laughs> like i forget you know we get back to the 5v5 season i completely forget what i was doing by the end of 5v5 last month and you can look at your GAC history, but that only that only shows you what you used against the defenses that were placed against you, not what you actually knew you were going to use if something was placed against you. And now it's just gone. It's time to relearn it all, basically. Oh, yeah. Well, exactly. Like, we're going to have to pick up where we left off a month and a half ago. And that's that's how it is. That's just how we've we've had to do. But uh, the, then on top of it, though, we have four more teams on defense, which means we have to have four more teams on offense. And that means it's going to all be bare bones, except for the crazies who are going to be like, you know what, I'm still putting the same teams together. So I'm gonna, I'm still going to have like the crazy Ray teams with Jedi training Ray and like ruin like two or three good teams. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to put Old Republic next to them, but I'm going to ruin your chance. Like it's going to be it's going to be really tricky to adjust to that situation. Like we're going to have to be more adaptable this season. We are. It's I, so I think we. I think we see in the first week is kind of like the first week of three v three where everybody is um you know dipping their toes in the water i guess you could say like not not committing fully and then by the third week that's when that's where we're really going to see what the future uh 5v5 metas are going to be like because i have you know i i have 22 teams planned out for next week um and i'm actually i'm really happy with 20 of them those the last two aren't bad like i'm not gonna i'm not going to place karth on defense um but there those last two the problem is i can't trust the last two the team 21 and 22 on offense like i just can't trust it to be enough which means it's going to have to go on defense so by default like my two worst teams out of my top 22 are going to be on defense because I don't expect to kill much with like Bo Sabine, Candorous, Gar, and Imperial Super Commando. Like I just, I don't. Um, yeah, they might so. kill, they might kill Old Republic, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's it. If, if people go ultra light on defense, then my 22nd best team will kill something. But if people, 
put down a defense like I'm going to, my 22nd best team's not going to kill anything. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting. And then we're going to have a lot of cleanups that involve Wampa and God only knows what leader. Um, it's like, hey, you, you random leader that your leadership applies to everybody. Come with Wampa. That's, you know, it's so it's that first week is going to be a little, a little interesting. Yeah, I, it really is, man. I'm going to, gosh. The, so, you know what? I'm actually glad a, a lot of people said, so So the predominant idea of, of the, you know, just within our community is 3v3 is pretend, 5v5 is the real GAC. I mean, that that's just boiled down. That's that's generally the, the opinion. There are obviously people who feel differently. I feel differently, but like, I know that there have been people who have just placed full FU defenses against me in 3v3. And they're like, I'm like, what? You're in a high-end guild. Like you win almost all your matches. Why are you doing this? And they're like, I'd be happy. Like, I don't want to play against a streamer in 3v3. Like, I, I don't want to do that. I'll play against yeah. you in a, in a real game mode. Like, you know, I'm playing 5v5 is the only way to do it. So, <laughs> um, that, so a lot of people were saying there was a similar sentiment of, well, why didn't we start in 5v5 with the expanded divisions? Like, why can't we just do that? And to me, I'm like, thank God we got 3v3. Because right. 3v3, man, it's it's so much like, like yes, you have to know your kits. You have to know your mechanics. And like, uh, you have to, yeah, there's a lot of precision to 3v3. But 5v5, man, it's uh, it's a totally different animal. And having just the the madness of all those extra teams and extra characters we have to be using. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it would have been a lot harder to transition to. Uh, yeah. As Sim said in chat, 3v3 shows how bad 5v5 is going to be. Cause here's the thing, 3v3, if you're in division one, you know, every division going down is going to have a different, different modifier for the number of teams that they place, obviously. Uh but for Division One, three v three, I think you used what twenty five or thirty less characters than you are going to in five v five. Yeah, at a minimum. Yeah. Right. So three v three just requires less. So it's it's act, it was actually the perfect kind of starter. Start where you don't need all these characters because if I if I started in Division One with five v five, quite frankly, I, I was putting down gear 12 garbage uh so i'm glad that they gave me an extra five weeks <laughs> to level up a couple characters and get a 22nd team um because i didn't have one i didn't have one i i would have had to place down karth if we started with 5v5 five weeks ago yeah um yeah i don't i think i'm stubborn enough i've derided karth enough that i think i'm probably just never going to place him on defense frankly uh, like my old cert, my old certainly will will get to that point, perhaps. <laughs> certainly, perhaps, but uh, like I, I'm open to that possibility. In in uh, three, well, not in three v three, in five v five, whatever. But on my main, I think I have enough to avoid that. At least, I think I've always yeah. had enough for that. But but you're right. Like I, I actually do think Karth, that Karth team is going to be relevant. I've I uh, I. I had a moment of just bizarre, strange weakness this week of like, I just saw my Clone Wars Chewie at gear eight. And I was just like, why aren't you higher gear? And I like, for no reason, 
put him up to year 11 before the madness like <laughs> let let go and i was like what have i done you know? <laughs> but yeah. uh so now i have a, a gear 11 like at least i wish i i wish the madness had just kept me all the way to gear 13 and then at least <laughs> at least then he'd be like almost usable like in right. some weird comps you know like gear 11 he's still worthless he's just still as bad as gear 8 <laughs> like there's there's no redeeming value in having a gear 11 clone wars chewy uh, but I wish I could have saved the resources and actually maybe put them toward like a, a Karth or Ewok team or something. Cause those right. teams are going to be relevant this coming season, actually sometimes not all the time, but I get some yeah. consideration. I wouldn't mind putting relics on mission to be honest with you. Like here's the thing. Parts of that Karth team are actually really good. Like mission and Zalbar. Uh, I ran into a lot of R3 to R5 missions and Zalbar combinations in 3v3. Paired together, they're not saying they're good. Like, they're not an A-level team. They're not a B-level team. But they can cause problems paired together, right? Because Zalbar is tanky AF. And mission with the assisting, I mean, it can cause problems. The problem is really... Karth. <laughs> that's that's where the problem exists. Um, but oh yeah, it, it absolutely. Man, the team that we've been so disappointed with. So here's here's what's going to happen. Solo is we're going to have this. Uh, we're going to have this team that is amazing, or that that like not amazing, but we're going to use it some. We're going to use Old Republic again. We're going to put gear on it and get excited. Kind of, because we're like, we're using it, it's happening. And then one season later, they're going to just get shoved out of the way by some other thing. Well, that's, that's it. And then, and yeah. then the disappointment, we're like, and now we, and now I relicked them. Like, yeah. Damn uh, it all. <laughs> well, that, that's it. Your 21st and 22nd teams, if you are in Division One, um, 21st and 22nd teams are going to be replaced. <laughs> real quick ross and gig <laughs> thank you uh just thank you um you guys are awesome but it, your 20 21st and 22nd teams are going to be replaced like they're they're just going to probably in a month um so don't don't spend a lot of resources uh, ross but yeah, don't spend a lot of resources Thank boosting you. up your bottom two teams because somebody new is going to get released and they're going to be replaced. So don't don't focus on the bottom of your roster. You know, focus on what's next. And good lord, Frost, Doofy, and Cornstar, Gig, Ross <laughs> Thank again. You so much guys, Ross again. Oh. <laughs> What are you guys doing? We love you, and we're, we're so thankful, but what the hell? Thank you guys so much. <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, it's a gig. It's all for us. I, I think you you took part too, gig. Uh, so <laughs> gig, thank you're, you. You're culpable as well, gig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, I don't want to minimize Cornstar Sloth with, had a big cheer in there too. Doofiend also had a cheer. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Um yeah. We don't we don't edit our our stream at all. Uh, like we just throw it out on on Spotify immediately, and so 
Uh, we can't really spend a ton of time just gushing about this hype train, unfortunately, but we just super appreciate it, guys. Right. Um, all right. With all that said, anyway, don't gear up your, your worst team. Focus on focus on making your mid-tier team stronger, right? Because there's A-tier teams that you probably already have maxed out. Then there's that B-tier level of teams. Those are, you know, like your Mon Mothmas, your KRUs, your Bosks, your Grievouses. Yep. Like strengthen those. If you if you want to strengthen something, strengthen your B teams right now because your C tier teams, which is your bottom teams, are going to be replaced. I really think that's probably the most important advice that you're going to hear on this episode tonight, guys, actually. So that's a fantastic point. Like uh, I, I'm, I may end up putting like relics on Paplu or something. I don't think I'm going to go whole hog on, on Ewoks though. Like that, it's just, it, it's way more, it's way wiser, way more wise to to work on those middle tier teams that, that you'd maybe don't have yet. If you're going to division, it doesn't really matter. As long as you're in a division that requires an additional team, like some people can handle it more than others. Like it actually is a pretty steep, uh, it's a pretty steep incline uh, in terms of each division getting a ton more, but uh, yeah. Work on those middle mid-tier teams. Almost everyone, except for except for the guys in our division, perhaps solo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like. yeah. Actually, wait, wait. E Abattoir, Kleso, uh, Hens, can can you three please spend a lot of gear on your bottom team so you get out of our matchmaking GP? That'd be appreciated. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um <laughs> Relic Seven Jawas, guys. Go for it now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yep, a Re- Re- relic eight on Visus Mar with her Zeta. I feel right. like that might yes. be the best impact. That, that impact. is brilliant. Yes, yes, I, I like that idea. Um, but yeah, no. I, so I spent. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Eabtor. <laughs> uh, I spent a lot of time the past week and now this week working on those middle teams. Um, like my bounty hunters are going to be a lot better going into next season. You're going to be so proud of me, Zareth. Uh, you know, uh, a bad batch. I am rushing. I, I only have Wrecker left to get to gear 13. And then somehow I have to find out how to get the Bronzium transistors to uh, relic all of them up. Or at least Wrecker. I mean, he needs relics badly. Um, but I'm, I'm putting a lot of focus in them because even if you don't use them against Grievous, like... I know there's there's a fail point against Grievous teams, and so the, they're kind of like a better Night Sisters. Um, they're going to beat four max banners, like all of the lower level teams. Like if somebody puts down like a new Dooku Droidica team, Bad Batch is going to destroy them for like sixty one. So I I really am working hard to get them ready for week one. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what what their place is. I I need to learn their kits a little bit better. I've, I have been reading it a lot more lately. I've after my fiasco, uh, which we'll talk about later in this episode uh, with Bad Batch, I, I really have been reading up on how they work and trying to envision. It. Plus, Bad Batch actually do have they offer a lot. They offer they offer a ton, in fact, a, a ton of potential. And uh, so Cody goes okay with them, but. There's nothing so far that goes amazingly with them. I I would be shocked out of my mind if we didn't get a fifth one at some point. Oh, like yeah. we're 
yeah we're we're halfway past i think we actually just hit episode nine out of 16 on bad batch i think we've seen episode nine is that correct uh yes yeah uh, this so last week was nine yeah, so we're getting we're getting close, like another month and a half or whatever. And I wouldn't be surprised if that character was released before the end. Maybe not. I, who knows? But I think I think that character gets announced when Echo goes farmable. That's always been my guess. Um, Ooh, maybe it'll go right after Cat is uh, that could seven be star. Yeah. Oh, I- I wonder if Cat, Cat, you don't need Cat on that team. Never mind. That sorry, she would work. She's glad, or they're all Galactic Republic. Yeah, but I don't think you need. I don't think you, they need her. Um, no, no. Well, may, well, I guess it depends what you want to kill. Everything. The yeah. There's there's so much in the air. Solo. Yeah. Uh, I. <sighs> I'm to- so torn on what we should be talking about tonight because 3v3 <laughs> is over, but we still need to wrap some things up. But 5v5, there's so many things. Like like the big question tonight that you and I are going to have to discuss because like you and I discussed it a little bit before the, the stream, but I, I do think everyone in the world is going to be questioning this, uh, be wondering what, what happens with Kenobi and Padme squads? Like what exactly is that in 3v3? Three, it's easy enough. You can figure that out. 5v5, it is a very complex question, and I'm not at all confident that I know the answer for sure yet. I have the inklings of some ideas for sure, but that's something we got to discuss at least at some point tonight. Because Oh, yeah. I Like you, I don't know what the final result is going to be. Like if, you, if we get to week three and I'm completely wrong, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> you know, I think I have a plan for him, but you're right. Let's why don't we do this? Why don't we focus on wrapping up 3v3? I think most people are more excited to talk about 5v5. So yeah. why don't we... Um... <laughs> we'll force extra listening. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That'd be good. <laughs> Stay tuned, guys. Uh, but no, so 3v3. Uh, it was our first expanded division, uh, you know, GAC. It was 3v3. What are your overall thoughts about the expanded uh, rosters needed for this 3v3? I really liked it. I, I felt very comfortable with this. And in fact, I think, I think we're going to, uh, well, here, here's my bold prediction. I think we're going to have a similar situation with 3v3 as we did with 5v5 for a while, where do you remember last 5v5, we were like, I'm, I'm kind of sick of it. I'm over it because we have so many teams. Like it's all just combo teams. It's, it's like, feels like territory wars where we're just smashing all the good characters together in this, this weird, you know, like, <laughs> Oh, oh you, you want Darth Revan to go with Sith eternal and, and just throw in Treya as well. I guess I, I guess I can afford that. Like, I, I don't know if it's beneficial, right. but like it's, it's a conceivable comp and you, you could, you know, if it's beneficial enough, you could actually swing it in, uh, Three, so so we were getting sick of it. 3v3, I feel like, is right now, right on the edge. Like, right now I can use a huge, awesome amount of my roster. It's really cool. I think that it's going to get... We're, we're going to get it rolled up again sooner than 5v5 is going to feel like it, just because we use fewer characters in 3v3. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean... What do you think? Well, I think it stretched my roster but it didn't stretch it to the point of breaking. Like, 
my worst teams on defense weren't that bad. You know, my worst team in theory was like a mall EP Marauder team. Um, but in the grand scheme of things for that being my, how many teams through my being my 30th best team, like that's not a bad team. Um, so I loved, I loved the expanded three V three. Um, the expanded rosters, I should say. It was a little exhausting at times. Um, that is absolutely true. <laughs> you know, because having to place 15 ground teams and have a plan for their 15 ground teams, it's it took a lot more thinking than usual. Um, but that's the part I, that's the part that I like the most. So I'm very happy to have this week off and not think about anything. <laughs> all week essentially um but yeah. the increased strategy is i'm actually very excited about now i'm more excited about 5v5 than i was for 3v3 um and the way that they're doing the zones is much better than just kind of 555 that we have in 3v3 so I'm. I was very happy with three v three. I think I'm going to be much happier with five v five. And there was a point in time where um, I started to like three v three better than five v five because it had more strategy. Now, now I think I'm going to go back to liking five v five better. Yeah, I I think that that's that's probably fair. I mean. 3v3 was, it was just like, oh man, we actually get to use more teams. Thank God. Right. As opposed to 5v5, which like I just just described, like it, it just got so old and like, can you, can we just be done, please? <laughs> like, can we just, right. like the madness, it, it was so crazy. Um, I, I do think, yeah, th- 3v3 this season was great. It was really tough to make videos because uh, 17 attacks minimum shown on, on every video is tough. I, I, oh, that's, I, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, trying to make those videos, it's just like, I didn't even really fail that much this this uh, this fight, but it's 50 minutes. Have fun, guys. <laughs> right, right. Uh, that, I, I, will, I will not miss that doing 17 fights this next month. 17 fights. That's another reason it's exhausting is 17 fights add up. Um, they add up a lot. They do. And 3v3, people are like, well, at least the fights are faster. And it's like, well, some of them are kind of faster. Like some, some of them are like the fish in the barrel fights where you just like go in and just shoot three times and you're done, you right. know. Right. Uh, but but you have fewer resources to kill those other three characters. Like usually they're about the same length as five v five. Like it, yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're a little shorter, but in general. And then and then I'm like, well, maybe I can stick around and get an extra banner or two here. Anyways, like uh, you know, the three v three is it's just a slog, and maybe that's that. I'm one. I'm wondering. So. Not that I want this to happen anytime soon at all. I think we're good for another year or two or however long. But we'll start complaining yeah. about it at some point and then oh, CG I'm will, sure. and CG will start listening to us like a year and a half later. But uh what because that's kind of a little bit what happened here. But what 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 I um 
I think that I think that right now we have just the right number. Uh, like we have a good number of teams. And yeah. gosh, I had I had I had a good point, and now I lost it. Damn it all! <laughs> it'll it'll come roaring back eventually. Um, yeah. But yeah, I guess we can continue. I, I do think I do think that eventually we're going to. Oh, that, there it is. Um, what's going to happen though when when we have even more teams and we want to expand like burnout right now is a very real possibility. I don't know. I don't know. Like so far I'm not burned out, but maybe I was starting to catch the, the flicker, the edges of it um, at the end of the season. I'm wondering, like, could they really plausibly add another four teams on defense again? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I, so we talked about this a little bit last week, actually, with um, with Territory Wars, where we're talking about how when you're in, you know, the top 10 guilds, some of the teams that get placed down on defense are ridiculous because you only need a total of eight teams, you know, four offense teams, four defense teams, like sort of like you just said, you can combine, you know, Sith, Eternal, Darth, Revan, and Treya on one team if you want, and it's not going to affect your offense at all. So some people want to expand territory wars, which sounds great when you have a, a bunch of active players and you can clear the zones fast. But then you look at some other guilds where it's sometimes they just don't clear because they couldn't get enough people on at the right times to clear zones and four zones is way more commitment than people want to do right it's way more commitment than they want to put forth for um a territory war so it's the same thing with grand arena right at some point there's going to be too many teams and people are going to be like this is too big of a commitment for me yeah i mean I'd probably be good if they, if they were like, all right, let's add, let's add another four tomorrow. I'd probably, right. I'd probably be like, all right, let's go there. Cause that's, that's the style that I like to play anyways, is just like slug, slug fest, but uh, you know, not territory wars, I guess. I don't care about that, but like GAC, I'm, I might be okay with it. I, I'm guessing we're going to get a lot more people auto deploy though. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, that that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, the good news is most of that is going to be in divi- or in week one. <laughs> um, but I I do I do agree with that. <laughs> um, we'll see. Yeah. And and the one thing we should say is CG is. I, they're watching the numbers, right? After this 3v3, they watched the participation numbers. Um, you know that they are because that that's their job to watch the numbers. Uh, if the non-participation shoots up too much, we're going to see a change. I don't know what that change could be, but if the non-participation shoots up too much, and they'll probably give it two or three months. You know, you, you can't make a full decision based on one month in the summer. Um, they'll probably give it a couple months. But if if the non-participation is going up, there's going to be a change made somewhere. Yeah. 
I, I think I think you're right. It it will we will see a change at some point potentially. Um, yeah. Whether or not we whether or not we actually end up, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll just see. I think someone in chat just said that uh, the next change is going to be like a zone change, and I, I think that that would make a lot of sense. I I would be all for that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, that does make a lot of sense. Changing up the map. I liked when they changed up the maps. Like there was that one awful map that yep. I'm glad that they stay away from now, where it was just two zones. But they they had other maps that they switched up, and I missed that a little bit. Um, and real quick, Gum with the part with the raid. Thank you, Gum. Good to see you here. Uh, we were just talking <laughs> talking Grand Arena. Big surprise. Um, <laughs> Hey, sometimes we even talk about Grand Arena. Weird. Of us. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I would love if every other they switch the map up. Even if it was a rotating two maps, like I would love that. Oh, so one of the things that I was thinking of the other day was uh, like back when we back when we had maps where we had two zones that we could unlock that actually held significance. Cause right now it's just ships in the one of them. Right. And they've just like mailed it in. That's, that's the one map we have back in the day. We, we did used to have the map without ships and I know they want to push ships, but at this point, like if you're going to spend money on ships, you've already spent it. Like we don't, there's no, no incentive to give us ships anyways. Like why can't we have, that second zone in the back uh, with squads. But if they did that, that would be an additional squad. And I was thinking about that a while ago, like even if they had just changed that one aspect to it, just to add one extra zone, uh, you know, one extra squad zone and uh, therefore we had one more squad in, in it, like yeah, that wouldn't have been bad at all. In my opinion, that would have been a nice little shift from everything. If they, if they had just made that one change of, no no ships every once in a while but <laughs> they've basically just mailed it in like well we're only never ever ships yeah we're never gonna see no ships again um you know after last summer they said we're putting a focus on ships they gave us two ships and then that's it but uh, i think i don't think we're ever going to see no ships again because they don't want a dead game mode essentially um you know how could they advertise, like, say, Razorcrest? Razorcrest is a perfect example. How could they advertise Razorcrest and make you want Razorcrest if you only use it, like, three months out of the year? Right. Uh, you know, so I, I don't think we ever see that. But that's not to say that they couldn't make a fifth zone where, you know, the ships are up on top or ships are in the middle and you still have four character zones. Like, that... I would 100% behind, be behind a map like that. Yeah, uh, we've talked about it before. I would love new maps, even yeah. if it was, even if they were terrible, as long as they, <laughs> as long as it was, it was new enough that like, it would be exciting, even if they were terrible for a little bit. And then CG has shown that they can go away from the terrible, like, Right. You've, 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 uh, you've even mentioned the fish in the barrel style uh, zones where you just like, Here's the ship zone. Here's the here's the squad zone. Go for it. Like they, yeah. we had it for a little bit, and then it never even made it to GAC. That was just GA. And right. then when they when they when they changed to GAC, 
that 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 was just gone. No one really noticed that it was gone, but because because screw that zone or screw that mode. Yeah. But but it they did change it. So I would love to see some experimentation. My guess is that the change, the shift from what we have now and what you know, get having the expanded divisions and stuff. My guess is that what we currently have is uh, it, it's. It wasn't that big of a shift for them as opposed to like if they did make new maps i think they'd have to rewrite quite a bit it would be a major update probably probably but with that said 5v5 is going to have a new map just to fit all the teams and it's not like 3v3 where 3v3 if you're in division one was just 555 because um, there's no other way to fit 15 teams on um, you know a four zone map 5v5 is interesting. The front uh, zone is going to have four, while the back has three. So, oh, really? In yeah. Division 1? In Division 1. In Division 2, uh, so I, it's, it's going to be 4-3-3 three, three for the zones. Oh, so they're going... Wait, so, so we're going to go from... Wait, you said 4-3-3. Three, three. Okay, that, so, four, was... so four still in the front zone. Uh, so division two is four three three. So division uh, division one, it's going to be four in both front zones and three in the back. Okay, that that is that that's a departure from. I expected it to just take the take over what three v three you had had been doing because it's the same number of teams. Three v three used to be eleven teams, and now it's fifteen. But but then five v five is going to be eleven. I just figured it would go uh, three in the front. And then the other two would have four. Right. But no, no, they it's it's four in both fronts and then three in the back. Oh, so that I is mean, fantastic. When you talk about setting traps, <laughs> I see yeah. Tom commenting in chat too. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, though I, I fully approve that. I'm I'm surprised, but I, I like that a lot because that, that front zone is gonna be so much more interesting now. Cause you can usually right. it's like you can find three teams to get through and then you can have good information and you're good. Uh, right you know. now, now you're going to have to spend it if you if your opponent sets a good front bottom zone you're going to have to spend four expensive teams to then get to the back and potentially have really strong teams in the back uh yeah. go That's cubs which one in d2 has four i don't know how they numbered the zones <laughs> so uh, zone one has four I don't know if that's front bottom or front top. I'm sorry. I wish I did. Um, that's from a data mine. Is that that's where you're getting uh, the information? No, it's, a, it's from their post. It's from. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. They have a post, but they just didn't define which zone was zone one. Got so, it. <laughs> I, I mean, we could probably figure it out. I just don't remember. So let's see. Zone one in. 3v3 the old one was four zone two was three and zone four was four so which which zones had four in 3v3 in the old one it was the back and the top right yeah it was it was the the way i would not have personally preferred but right so zone three is ships like there, there's no question about that because there's still two of them so um It's either one, 
zone one has to be front bottom. Zone one has to be front bottom. So front bottom for division two is going to have four as well. Nice. So that's, I mean, and so three, three and three are the other two zones, which that's, that's good for D2 as well. Uh, then D3 is placing three, three front bottom and then two up top and three in the back. And Ross again. Thank you, Ross. Jeez, Ross. Uh, wow, but, so, Thank you. but so uh, these these zones, the, like the zone layout that they gave us, and actually I plan on for um, the round table, I'm, I'm going to have a graphic of what the zones are going to look like, at least for the top four um, divisions, at least. These, these zones are actually better for strategy players. Like, I like the way that they're laying these out in the new map. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, the strategy is that that's super nice. I've, I'm all for it, man. Just because you it's enough to conceal some good things in the back. Right. But, but make people work to get there. It was always right. just annoying. Like, it's so hard to trap if you only have three teams to trap with. Like, what... <laughs> What can what can you do? Like that's that's why fight this this recent three v three was so fun. Like there's there's five there's five teams in the front. Like it, it's not easy. Like I'll it's just not, I'll yeah. just stack that front that bottom zone with five rough teams, and it's like okay, you you go ahead and figure out how you're gonna beat those. Like you, right. there's no easy choice. Uh, there's just not there's not an easy choice. So yeah. And gig, thank you for the gifted subs. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, Thanks, yeah. Gig. So five v five. I I'm I'm very much looking forward to it. Like I said, I have I have twenty two teams planned out. Those twenty two teams still include Newt on General Grievous as well, which I think is I don't think we're going to see as much of. Um, but I want to keep Newt there because it's, you know, stop Night Sisters. <laughs> that's that that's why I'm there. Like I'm not I'm not even worried about Supreme Leader Kylo at this point. It's it's stop Night Sisters because Night Sisters now and for five v five they were kind of falling out of favor for a little bit just because, you know, they're they're going lower and lower on the pecking order for the number of the teams we have in five v five. They're going to be they're going to be back and important again next season. I spirit once I finish Wrecker Night Sister Spirit is actually on my gear list. I don't like to admit that up, um, <laughs> but but uh, I I figured out my teams. I want to keep Newt on Grievous like that. That's my goal. I'm giving up a separatist team. Um, I want to keep Newt with Grievous. Um, and so I was, a, I was able to figure out, I was able to figure out teams that did that. I also, I think, and I'm not going to set it every time because the best guard team is a lot of fun on offense and kills a lot, but there are going to be rounds where, where I'm going to have best guard with Ray and I can afford to do that at this point. And that makes me excited because that team is so with four teams in the front and you stick Ray with best guard in the back, like they're, you know, it's, they're going to, that team will mess people up at times. Uh, absolutely, man. There, there's, 
gosh, there's so much to talk about 5v5. I'm excited. Guys, we're going to be talking about 5v5 a lot on the Gambit Roundtable, by the way, uh, which will be later this week. It'll be on Friday night at midnight Eastern time. And we have... It's not just me and Solo though. We'll have all, all of our all of our Gambit Alliance buddies who uh, right. will be there. You know, Calvin Awesome, Gom who just went undefeated this last three v three season, Kleso who I think he came close. Um, you know, yeah, and I'll be all Ando everyone. And oh, not going to be there actually. But yeah. anyways, uh, so stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about it a lot. Um, but uh, what one thing Solo did want to mention before I forget, uh, how did you feel about? Um, uh, so someone said it in the chat. I think it was Miyabaka. The I I felt like Division One was fun again this season. Uh, oh, I loved I loved the small Division One. I thought it was great. I did. I wasn't necessarily happy with how many um rematches we got uh but i loved the small size of division one. Oh man it, it was super cool i i just i was just tired of it like my my alt had just the season prior had just gotten 16th place in the same division as my main account and had zero tough opponents that season. <laughs> right, right. Like, I probably could have gotten top 10. In fact, I think that was the season I was like, man, I could have gotten it, but I forgot to do one of my feats that, that was, like, achievable, you know. Not just, like, a really tough feat, just uh, to do all your arena battles kind of feat. And yeah. and it was, it was just stupid. Like, <laughs> the people who got top 10 this season... When they they were basically the only undefeateds in the entire oh yeah in the entire division it it was wonderful like I don't know I just I I had I had a lot of fun this season because I could actually there there was no cheese there there was no right. people who were just like oh I got here with my weird little stupid roster that's like min maxed and whatever it's like <laughs> everyone has. If you don't have four Galactic Legends, then why don't you? Right. Kind of thing. Right, exactly. Um, yeah, the top ten, I mean, so many props to the top ten. because There wasn't a bad roster that was faced by whoever finished in the top ten, you know? Everybody had four or five, by the end, five GLs. I mean, you really can't sandbag. Sandbag in this division one, um, so it, it's well earned to the people to the people that got it, you know. Um, and it's hard; it 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 was hard to go uh, twelve and zero this round. I mean, I personally faced. Let's see, five people that finished in the top twenty-five. Just you know. In 12 matches, I faced five that finished in the top 25. Like, the competition was real. Uh, man, it was, it actually mattered. It was like, back back in the day, it was like, okay, so you get Kyber and you call it good. Because, and if you have a really good season, 
you, you get top 100. If you have a fantastic season, you get top 50. But the top spots are all reserved for the people with small accounts who yep. just have min-max BS who are all in Division 5, like my alt now, um, you know, and, and all the people we face, like, no, not really even disparaging those people who were who were doing that because I mean CG built the game the way it is and it's fun to get the top place and stuff. But right. there's you just can't tell me that there's any reason that that top guy from the season prior uh, who just min maxes everything and really happy that Calvin beat him this season actually. Um, but like. It's there's no way his account would even come close if if he got paired with me, I would just swat it across the room like it right. would it would there would be no challenge whatsoever. They're just totally different rosters, and yet we're in the same division, and he gets first place over me. Like it, it's it was so it's stupid. Like if I had to face someone with nine million GP, I'm at eight million. Like I I would be at a disadvantage for sure, but. I'd have a swing. I'd have a puncher's chance, you know, like our rosters, our rosters are in the same, are in the same ballpark ish, you know? Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, I really enjoyed how the one thing I didn't enjoy though, was how you, me, Klesso, Iabatoire, Hens, uh, I'm sure I'm missing people, uh, but we, we were all in the same pool gom of course uh we were all in the same candidate pool and like i just thought it was funny in in our groups i had that matt jade person one week (laughs) and then gom had that person in their group the next week and then i had them again in in week three and then you had them in week four yeah yeah Um, you didn't end up facing them but they were they were in the same group well and poor poor klesho and the abattoir um (laughs) good lord uh they faced each other twice thank god we didn't we didn't fall into that trap um oh, i know i know yeah Klesso and Yabator, that's twice in the same season had to face each other yeah uh, and that'll be the same I, I just got you and i both got tremendously lucky in that regard right. we didn't have to face any of our buddies but that being said i, I mean it'll start getting diluted again but i i It'll be really interesting to see if those extreme cheese rosters can actually have that kind of success in Division One, if they can even make it to Division One, if we'd consider that cheese or not. Well, how do you, I mean, how do they make it to Division One? Like that's so much. 7.8 million is a lot. It's a really heavy weight of relics, is what it is. Right. And those guys, those guys minimize their relics a lot of times. I mean, that's that's what I do with with my alt, uh, you know. Yeah. That's how I'm successful on it because I get paired with people who who do invest in a lot of relics, and we have the same GP or matchup GP. And I'm like, well, like relic seven on on fulcrum is a cool thing, I guess, lore wise. But that that really sucks that you have to face me now for that, you know. Yeah. Like they whatever it's but but now i do think i do think that these expanded divisions are going to be something where we can i don't know like we're all going to be they're going to force us to be on the same page roughly yeah i i I don't think that you have i don't think you have an option um at least not in division one i think you could probably 
you probably have that type of roster through Division Three, right? Then once you start having to go over six million, that's where you know, unless you're gear twelveing, like Cup and you know Mob Enforcer, which those guys don't do. I, I don't think you can keep that up once you get over six million. Right, uh, and who knows? Maybe maybe one day it'll. I mean, we've talked about it before, like eventually Galactic Legends, that that whole, you know, Galactic Legends at large are going to be a little bit devalued. Um, like they're going to be, there's going to be a next big thing that isn't a Galactic Legend. There's going to be something that somehow transcends it. I don't know how they do it, but uh, if and if they do that, though, maybe then Galactic Legends will become like the new like, oh, man, look at this guy. Like he's. He's only getting Galactic Legends, but he's not getting his other. He's not getting the the new big thing, you know, mythical right. legends or whatever. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess I, I guess we'll see. There's still there's still a lot to see because we still don't know when the next Galactic Legends coming out. What sort of cadence we're gonna see for the Galactic Legends. I kind of assumed, and I, I know you kind of assumed that the next one was going to be announced kind of at the end of the Kenobi event. Um, that that was not the case. Unless <laughs> um, it's just straight up Lord Vader and they've just telegraphed it. Because that's... Oh, well, it could be. But like at the end of the Darth Revan event, you know, you got that Malak teaser. Oh, you know? yeah, you're right. You're um, right about that. So uh, maybe, maybe we get it with the next road ahead in a couple weeks. I, I assume that we're going to get it right away. They're waiting a couple weeks. I'm actually very thankful for that because I was able to spend a week <laughs> farming for uh, Relic Salvage. So I now am back up to, I think, 800 of the chromium transistors or whatever they are. And now I need to do the bronzium <laughs> transistors because I can't Relic... I can't, I, I'm getting the Bad Batch to G13, and I can't apply a Relic if I wanted to at this moment. Um, There's money. You can spend money on Relic pieces. But it's so. not good money. Like, it's no, not. It's, it's so expensive. It's, it's among the worst deals in the game. I agree. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Like, I, I've if, done it a couple times out of desperation, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. If, if it was cheaper, like, if it was more cost-effective... But it's like the price of a stun gun for two relic levels. Like that's that's. I'm sorry. I'm just to go from like R three to R four, and it's that's not that's not even tempting me. Um, no, like I, I've actually I bought the the level one a couple times. Yeah. Um, which I kind of regret, but I've done that, and. Yeah, there, there's no way you can... I, I haven't... There's been a couple of times I'm like, I feel kind of desperate right now, <laughs> uh, but I'm not spending that money. I'm not, I'm not going to spend the right. ridiculousness that, is, that are the Bronzium ones and beyond. Like, it's, it's just, uh, you know, too much. It's too much. So, uh, yeah, we, we do need some time. My guess, though, is this week... So we had one quiet week with... I mean... They released Kenobi and then we've had the frenzy of unlocks and all, all the yeah. stuff with Kenobi and GAC and it's this frenzy. Uh, maybe we have one more week of calm 
because uh, now we don't have, we'll have one week without GAC and without Conquest. This week would be perfect with Conquest. But we also, this is the perfect storm of boring, actually, because right. we also have the Darkseid territory battle, which is also which is for a lot of guilds just on autopilot at this yeah. point. Yeah. And uh, other than the Dooku mission on day four, like this, right. <laughs> Darkseid is complete auto for me. And I still get max or close to max banners or uh, waves, I mean. Right, yeah, it's dark side is solved, and so we don't like we went from we went from having light side territory battles uh, with conquest and GAC all in the same week to just like having basically nothing. Um, yeah, it seems like this would be the perfect week for us to get some news about the next Galactic Legend, who's gonna be real soon. I'm yeah, sure. I I also heard somebody say that they thought the next Galactic Legend would be announced once people unlock Cat. Um, which kind of kind of makes sense. Which is what two and a half weeks, three weeks from now, three weeks. Because I think I think the next Galact or conquest starts July fifth. Um, so that would be an announcement on like the week of July twelfth through sixteenth. So mid July. Uh, I mean, maybe that makes sense. We'll see. We'll see. I hope we at least get a, I, what I really want is like my hopes for it being Maul, the next Galactic Legend. I mean, they're, they're basically just shrunk, just shriveled yeah, down. I, I hope we get Maul, but I, I think, I, th- I bet we do get Maul just as, I bet he'll be the next cat in the store is what I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, and we can get Robo Legs Vader uh, or the, I have the low ground Vader or the child right. killer Vader. Take your pick. Right, the no redeemable qualities Vader. Like, right. <laughs> like, you're not even a badass yet. You're just a wannabe, like a desperate, broken child. You lost Vader. You lost your only Saber fight. Yeah. yeah. Saber duel. Yep, that Vader. Um, so yeah. we, the, we the all... floor, floor is lava, Vader. Right. <laughs> we all agree that the next Vader needs to, like, be cut, literally cut in half by Kenobi, right? Like that, like that. That's what it is in the rock paper scissors meta. Jedi Master Kenobi has to cut in half uh, the new Galactic Legend Vader. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure that's who it is. But um, yeah, and and if if that's the case, then we'll get Robo Legs Mall, Robot Legs Mall for yeah for the you know conquest unlock and. I guess that'll be okay, perhaps, but... I'm just saying, Vader's... Galactic Legend Vader's ultimate has to be him lighting his lightsaber to the side like he did in the Youngling Room. Like, just a... Boom! (laughs) That has to be the ultimate. (laughs) Just a little. I mean, that's the only time he did anything impactful. Right, right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, anyone could have killed all those Separatist leaders, if we're just being honest. Yeah, I mean, it's Newt Gunray, like... Right, a youngling it, could have done it. Right, yeah, it's like five v five newt, not three v three newt. Right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, that's that. That was a thing. Um, so, yeah, uh, yeah. So, a- anyways, I. But we're, we're going to get, I bet we'll get that announcement soon. But okay, so here, backtracking just a tiny bit. The reason. 
I would love to get a marquee right now, this week even, is it would stoke my uh, stoke my hopes a little bit. If the marquee happened to be Duchess Satine, <laughs> uh, then then I'd be like, you know what? It maybe it's maybe it's Robot Legs Mall. Maybe it's oh, him. Man. If it was Duchess Satine coming out, that would be so so amazing. Um, I would be super excited by that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we do have, so we didn't actually talk about the news because there wasn't much news this week, but there is a big server side update coming tomorrow. I, I don't expect any content from it. I kind of think it's the let's fix the memory leak issues with the game so that it stops crashing for people. Yeah. But um, fine with that. Who knows? Maybe we get another update this week as well. Oh, easily could. I mean, that that happens, I, I won't say all the time, because updates don't happen all the time, but yeah, like that, that would be a pretty reasonable thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so we've been blathering on for about an hour. Um, it's probably a good time to remind people the Gambit Roundtable is the best stream of the off week. It will be this Friday night. Um, yeah, it'll be Zareth and I, along with Gom, Kleso, Ando, and Ando promises he's being, he's going to be drinking all day because he's having company over before this thing starts. Um, Calvin Awesome. So should be, it should be a good night. Um, and we, there's going to be a lot of talk about 5v5. There, there will be a lot of talk about 5v5 and planning and how different people are going to approach it because everybody on the plan on the panel plays a little differently like just a little bit you know so we'll it'll be interesting to see how different people are approaching it we also have ando is still division two um calvin is four he right. is. He's, he's one of the, you know how people say like, oh, he can't be more than 100 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. He, he's tr- currently trying to soak his roster, trying to get himself <laughs> to Division 3, I think. So, <laughs> um, so uh, we'll, we'll have representatives of a couple different divisions on the panel, too. It's not just going to be all Division 1 talk because that would be boring for all but 2,000 people. So we're, we're going to have a bunch of different perspectives. It'll be a good time on Friday night. With that said, let's let's close out 3v3 and talk about how we finished it up. Um, so you came into this week undefeated. You were 9-0. Um, oh, mm-hmm. you, were, you were making the charge. So how did your week start off? Uh, it, it went well. I was like, all right, we got to get focus. We got to focus here. My, my group wasn't that overly strong. Like there wasn't anyone with even 800 K lifetime. So, you know, and I, I'm, I'm, I was right close. I was nearing 900. So just, just for some reference. So no, no one that immediately scared me though. We all know it can be deceiving. So the first round though, I, I was pretty sure we, I could, I could beat the guy. I think, I got a pretty good read on him and I ended up, I don't think I dropped any fights against him. I got, I got good banners, but I think it was the best showing I've had in three V three in terms of banners besides my very first match, which was against a guy who just placed 
garbage intentionally just to you know he wanted to both us both to do our feats or whatever and and he's like yeah i'll give you the win for sure i don't care about winning i was like sure yeah i'll take the layup for sure so uh beyond that though it was it was a good showing i it was very encouraging i i was i felt very confident going in and all the way through it and at the end i was yeah there there was no he didn't clear me. It was a good match for me on my end, and only two more to get to top ten. It was it was an exciting time, and I was even more excited. I went in, I think, at fourteenth, and you were actually in the same group as someone who was ahead of me, who was eighth. Yeah, right. I was excited <laughs> because if you could beat that guy, like if you could win your group, that would by definition mean that guy gets knocked back, and I could I'd be one slot closer to top 10. Yeah. So, and that, that, well, that was the dream, of course. <laughs> so you didn't have that guy in your first match. You actually had a really tough player in the first match anyways, though. Like I, I probably had a tougher guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my first match was up against a guy that he had 840 K lifetime banners. He's from uh, GSF alpha, which is, you know, a good PVP guild. Obviously, good lifetime, so a good player. He was also undefeated, but he didn't full clear uh, twice coming into this week. So he uh, he was, I think, ranked 29th. So he was he was just below you by 10 or 15. But he was still undefeated coming into this week and has 840k lifetime. But I um, this week I really adopted the if you're not going to use your gls on defense against me you're going to have to fight my gls like just flat out i'm not dealing with (laughs) these stupid who can who can use their gl to solo something for 56 banner game like I, i that's not the game i wanted to play that's not the game i was going to let my opponents play so uh i said i I just started setting FU front zones uh, with a GL hiding in the back and Newt hiding in the back. So, uh, you know, Galactic Legend Newt, as was referred to earlier. So I set my Ray IG Quill up front along with Darth Revan, CLS, and Beskar, Han, and Chewie, um, and, and the Grievous team. Not that the Grievous team was that strong, but... And then Jedi Master Luke and Newt in the back. He used his Sith Eternal, I'm assuming, on the Ray. We don't we don't have the histories out yet, but I'm assuming he used his Sith Eternal on the Ray because he got to the Jedi Master Luke in the back. Um, he lost to Luke. He lost to Newt. And I ended up, I mean, I crushed him. I, I one-shot his defense. He put, he actually, he did put two GLs on defense. He had Ray and Supreme Leader Kylo on defense, but it's the same defense that he put quite frequently. So, I was prepared for those two GLs and I just, I crushed <laughs> the rest of his defenses. Um, and so I, I ended up winning by almost 60. It was a, it was a good start to the week because he was probably legitimately the hardest opponent I was going to have that week. And I started off with him, which is always exhausting. Um, but so I won, you won headed into Thursday night. Um, what happened? Uh, so my opponent is uh, one of those guys who 
Uh, he, he has he varies what he places, and he normally puts one or two Galactic Legends down. And I wasn't sure what exactly he was going to place. He, he and what he ended up doing, he, gosh, it kills me. So, so I placed a pretty tough defense, but I didn't place the toughest possible. And what he ended up doing, he he got a good read on me. I don't know if he knew who I was or. His friend knew who he, who I was, or he just got he looked at Swag and GG or something, and he kept every single good team on offense, and he placed some tricky teams on defense. And uh, I guess the one team he did place was a Ray team that with armor, and I I misplayed one thing in the mirror, and that I timed out. And I don't know, I'm not that embarrassed. It was it was something that I could have played better, but I. It's an understandable thing, but then, but then I I got sloppy and I used bad batch against a because I'd heard that it works. I think in theory that the theory is very solid. In fact, I think it does work. But uh, you, you use bad batch into the Rex Fives Barris team, and because you're doing true damage to them, they they're not gaining all that turn meter. They're not getting heals from Barris, and you can just wipe them out. And so the first few moves were amazing. I was like, wow, this is working. And Calvin was even in the chat tell, telling me how to use it. And then and then I was just like, all right, I got this. Like they're they're low enough health. I I can just take it from here. I'm just gonna button mash. And that was the wrong choice. And I lost. And uh, at the end of the day, the guy cleared me extremely inefficiently, but he one shot everything. He won by 17 banners and the dream died. It was I mean, the, and it was just the most elementary stupid thing. Like the, the team I cleaned that Rex team up with was Sith yeah. Eternal. Like I didn't need to use Bad Batch there. I just thought it would be cool to do. Yeah. So and that, that's the biggest crime to me was I didn't have to do it. Why put myself at danger? Why put myself at risk? Yeah. I wish, I wish I was there for that one. Cause that's, that's actually a fairly strong counter. It's just, it's with, it's with Wrecker and not with Tech. Like for so for Rex Fives Barris, you, you need Wrecker on the team. Um, but unfortunately I was stuck I was stuck in traffic at that very moment, so I could not be in the chat with you. Thursday night was quite busy. Calvin thought it would work, and I actually do think it would have worked. I just uh even even without Wrecker, they were all down to either yellow or red. And then I just I went full button masher, and that was that was a mistake. Obviously, I, yeah, it killed. You never kills go me full that I did that. Masher. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, here's here's the bad thing is there are other times that I used bad batch this season yeah. where it was against easier teams, and you can just go full button masher. So right. I, I did, and I was like, oh, 54. So I I just had that in the as my background. I'm like, oh, okay. So I've already got them almost dead. We'll just finish them off with button mashing, and that that was clearly wrong. And that that's a lesson to learn. I it was a very sloppy one, and one that I'm still surprised that I made uh, that I made that mistake. Kind of because I typically do am very intentional about every move I make, and it drives people crazy sometimes because I take a while to make decisions. But uh, in this case, I didn't, and that's why I don't. Foolish foolishness. So the dream is yeah. dead. Unfortunately, unless a lot more people lose, but uh, you've got a matchup at the same time against the guy who's ahead of me. Yes. How did that go? Oh, well, <laughs> so Thursday night sucked. Let, let, let's be clear. Thank you. 
Thank you, CG. This is the one thing for messing up the schedule without even realizing that they messed up the schedule because so I, I play soccer on Thursday nights. And so I had my soccer game at 8.30. You start streaming at 9.30, um, which is when my game ends and I still have to drive home. I also had uh, a Merc raid for the Crankor. Um, so it was just a ridiculous night. Uh, in fact, it took me so long to get... Oh, and then driving home, uh, I hit... 25 minutes of extra traffic. So I was sitting there like you ended up doing both accounts before I even really got home. Um, so yeah, we were just about to start prevail, man. <laughs> right. So this all leads up to um, I'm up against the guy that's ranked eighth and he is a good, like he was a good player. It's not, it's not ranked eighth. Like, Oh, he's faced some easy teams. Like, so I, I put the full FU defense for him. Uh, my front zone this time was full bastard Darth Revan, Jedi Master Kenobi with Cam and uh, General Kenobi. Then I had Nest, Finn, uh, Poe, Supreme Leader Kylo, Daka, and Zombie, and Sith Eternal in the front zone. And in the back, I still had Jedi Master Luke. So I had... <laughs> Three GLs in front, one GL in the back, plus Darth Revan in the front, and Galactic Legend New and CLS 3PO, 2PO all hiding in the back, right? So I and I could do this because he places almost the same defense every single time. He plays pure efficiency. He doesn't play for or he doesn't place Galactic Legends ever. I like he places Darth Revan, he places gas. And he places CLS Chupio. Other than that, the, every team is very beatable, right? So I was able to plan against it. Um, oh, and his Darth Revan, he doesn't place Malak on. <laughs> so, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. So I actually, I used uh, my fifth Galactic Legend. I kept one Galactic Legend for offense. It was Ray, ironically, uh, because I figured if he looked at my uh my history he would see ray on defense every single time so i figured i would switch it up kept ray for offense i used that against gas i used jedi net luke against his darth revan and that fight got very sketchy very fast by the way because his hk was modded very well and hk has the anti um jedi synergy in there so hk hit me hard and my hermit yoda Never got to go into stealth, so I lost Yoda. I lost L3 with all three of the other teams standing, and then Jedi Knight Luke just did Jedi Knight Luke things. Um, I will never regret that R8, I can tell you that, because he just took over and one-shot all of them without Master's training, too, by the way. <laughs> Hoda never got to apply Master's training, and Jedi Knight Luke just didn't care. He just he just crushed. Um, yeah, man, so <laughs> it's awesome to see. When he, get, when, he get, get, when he can get a crit through versus uh, but you know from that uh from that bastila uh the yeah. the corrupted battle meditation super nice op even <laughs> right um so i cleared his board i think i cleared it for what 3308 so it was it wasn't even a bad score like i scored a pretty good score without having oh. my best teams on offense so when this guy starts attacking 
and he one-shot all four of my Galactic Legends that were on the board, and and my Darth Revan. Uh, for good saw, banners, too. He, he, he hit them for very high banners. Like To do that, he had to come in with a very good plan, because there's no way that you do that without also guessing right. You know, like because you, you open up the back, like you see Supreme Leader Kylo, Daka Zombie, you're going to want to use your Jedi Master Luke. You see the Sith Eternal, you're going to want to use your Kylo there. Like he had to pick pick his teams perfectly um, to one-shot the GLs. And I start to get worried. And then, then he opened up the back, he went up top, and he one-shot the top very, very efficiently. He hit my ships extremely efficiently. So going into the back zone, he was winning. Um, then he lost to CLS, and he was still ahead. This is the thing. He had a loss, and he was still five, you know, potentially five banners ahead of me. And then he lost to CLS again, and then he lost, lost to the Newt team. Then he lost to the Newt team again. And then he lost to the CLS team again and again, and he just never cleared. So here's this guy who <laughs> was top eight. He plays pure efficiency, and he just he could not clear my offense. <laughs> uh, makes me or so defense, happy. Right? So I mean, I yeah I that I'm proud of that one because I came into those attacks stressed. Uh, you know just because of everything that happened non-related to Grand Arena prior to these attacks. And then I sat down and was like, all right, let's attack. And it worked. It worked. And um, yeah, he, uh, he didn't, he didn't get to clear me. Now granted, if I had lost one battle, I probably wouldn't have cleared him either. Cause I, I just put everything on defense. So I was like, you know what, take this on defense and take this on defense and take this. And he kept everything for offense and it cost them. Um, so it was exhausting, but I won and I was headed, I was headed into the finals. So that was Saturday night, headed into the fight night. How was your fight night matchup? So uh, my guy, I, I was like, is this guy a clone of my last opponent? <laughs> but like, he just keeps everything for offense and places a uh, cheese defense. And I was like, all right. Here's my opportunity. Like this guy even had better mods. He had better lifetime. Like he, he was in, in a lot of ways on paper, a better player. And so uh, I was like, all right, we're going to, we're going to actually focus here. We're going to do it right. <laughs> and like, just, just be real focused and make sure that I can actually clear. And so, and clear efficiently, which is what I should have done in my last round. I, I mean, the Ray one, like I said, I don't really feel that bad about it. It happens. Uh, but this one, this one, I was like, he's got everything. He even had Ray for offense this time. I was like, if I fail one time, I could be in huge trouble. So I went through, and I don't know if I was quite as efficient as my first match this week, but I did just one-shot him real, real hard uh, to the point where he would have had to average more than a 53, I think. Uh, to be able to beat me and on, on all my defense I mean my defense tends to be pretty gross and this is no exception three GLs plus 
you know, Darth Revan and General Skywalker and Jedi Luke. And, you know, it just goes on. So it was a good, good defense. And the guy started off pretty strong, actually. Beat my first five, or beat my first zone really uh, pretty efficiently. One of them, I guess he hit for 47. So that was already like problematic for him. But uh, then I, I was like, man, I wonder if he just stalled out. Because the other kind of understated thing was if he beat me, he could make Kyber. If he didn't beat me, then he was uh, screwed. It, it was in erodium. So, so uh, I was like, if if he thinks he can't clear me now, like why would he even bother attacking this nonsense? Because my back zone had all the GLs and all the the yeah. garbage. Uh, and and then he didn't attack for like an hour and a half, and I was like, oh, maybe he just quit. Maybe he's you know he values his sanity. But then he did attack, and he he attacked with ferocity. He actually beat all of my teams one shot except for Supreme Leader Kylo and Jedi Luke. And he ended up spending eight on Jedi Luke, four on Supreme Leader Kylo. Could not clear either one of them. So two characters held the line for me and I won by a landslide. So thank goodness. I'm glad I had a chance to redeem myself after my pretty sad middle performance. And now we can just be done with 3v3 for a little bit. I can take a break. (laughs) I mean, it was pretty devastating. I, I can't understate how devastating, like losing top 10, the potential for top 10. And uh, I had already, if I had gone undefeated this season, it would have been four consecutive seasons of 3v3 that I had gone undefeated. So yeah, would have been nice, obviously feather in my cap, but uh, you know, at least we got the ship righted before the season ended. That's a good feeling. Um, that being said, you've had two crazy matches beat the heck out of both of them how was your final solo it was up against another guy that was close to 800k banners um it was not it was not an easy week but this guy you know um it's ridiculous to say but it was almost a letdown like you know you have these two undefeated guys one with a higher lifetime banners than myself And I go up against another guy in the championship. Um, He never puts more than one Galactic Legend on defense. So I just, I I basically readopted the FU defense. Only I, um, I changed up what Galactic Legends I put on defense and he, he just gave up. Like I, I one shot his board for the highest banners I had all season, because if you place the same defense, I'm going to plan against it. Um, so I one-shot his board for 33-21, which is I averaged over 53 banners uh, on the ground. And then I just <laughs> – uh, he started attacking. He lost six times to my CLS, which was in the front zone this time. Then he lost to my Jedi Master Luke in the back zone. And um, he just – he gave up. He legitimately gave up. He left three teams standing in the top zone, didn't even attack it. My guess is he probably didn't have anything to attack left after he had so many losses on the bottom, but he just he just said, nope, not worth it, and didn't even try attacking. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I finished at the wonderful 3-0. Um, and Better than me. <laughs> I uh, I cannot and will not complain about it. 
<laughs> yeah, man, you, you had a crazy week. Actually, you played really well out of your mind. Um, and I, I think it's actually funny. So you ended up at what? 10 and two, 10 and two. Yeah. And I ended up at 11 and one, but you and I had the same season result actually, because we both, <laughs> we both had a tie. You just happened to lose your tie and I won mine. Well, that, that, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> so funny how that works. Uh, and that guy that I ended up, um, tying, he, he finished the season at 16th. So, oh. like I said, I faced five people this season in the top, in the top 25, which is exhausting. <laughs> uh, I can't, I can't begin to tell you how, how exhausting that truly is. Yeah, man, it is. I, I've had seasons like that. This That wasn't this season for me. Yeah. I've had seasons where I was just like, geez, another amazing player again. Like, I'm happy with one pretty good player every week. Right. Yeah, that, that's what I would like. Give me one one player a week. That's not asking too much, I don't think. Yeah, you certainly ran the gauntlet that last week, though. So hats off to you, my friend. Thank you. That was, that was an amazing, transcendent even week. I liked it. <laughs> So now let me ask the question. What did you learn from this season going into next season? <laughs> I mean, so no button mashing, learn bad batch. <laughs> All right. There's that. That's fair. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Like 3v3 is so hard to apply to 5v5. I, I do think though. I, so, so I, I got in the mud a lot this season. Like we, the margins of error is so slim for, for the comps that I was running in 3v3 just because I didn't I didn't have any overkill teams. It was like, if I overkill this, I won't be able to clear probably. Because uh, honestly, the two times that I lost or tied, I guess, um, those two times were the only two times the whole season I got cleared, actually. Uh, the rest of the season, I did not get full cleared even once by anyone. And so... You know, I got into the mud though. Like that, there were a lot of really tough matches where I just couldn't. I, I had to come up with some really crazy comps, and I ended up using the majority of my roster because I had to just keep throwing teams at team at teams at teams. Eloquent, <laughs> but um, you know, and I full cleared every time except for once, and uh, that one actually, I I only failed a couple times on that one. I just couldn't couldn't get past finding the endless loop that we talked about last week. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, all of this to say is I don't, I feel really nervous about playing that same play style in this coming season. Cause we're going to have to like by mandate use 20 more characters. Is that right? The, the three V three. Yep. And it costs a lot more to lose a five-man team than a three-man team in five. So even if my defense is crazy and they can't clear, I'll run out of characters and teams a lot quicker. So that that's the thing. Oh, yeah, I don't know if that's sure. I don't know if that's something I learned exactly, but it's something I've observed and am nervous about. That that is uh, can't be understated. I don't think <laughs> like that's that was part of coming up with my planned teams of. All right, I I have twenty two teams that I feel fairly comfortable with, but if I if I lose one of these, like this is a problem, <laughs> you know. If I if I lose a battle, I, my twenty third team, I do not have as much. Uh, I, I don't rely on as much. 
Yeah, that's fair. Gosh, I'm so nervous about 5v5, man. <laughs> I just am. Like, uh, transitioning, it's so tough. It, it, it just is. is. Like, going from going from no off-meta counters because you, you don't need them, uh, and you shouldn't use them, in fact, in a lot of ways, right. to, I mean, we just said it before, but to having off-meta being the thing, it's just a very tough transition. So. Yeah. Anyways. Um, what else about 3v3 solo? Uh, well, it's over. <laughs> you know, uh, why, don't we, why don't we move on to the podcast questions? There are a ton, though. We're going to save a few of these for the roundtable. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of people that are trying to plan and plot for 5v5. Um, so let's, let's answer a few of their questions, <laughs> uh, for the sure. upcoming five V five, which would you recommend is the better teams, um, on offense or defense, a poorly geared team with good synergy, i.e. uh, gear 11 or 12 night sisters, bounty hunter, geos, Ewoks, or a relic team that is more hodgepodge, like, you know, a Rolo lead with wigs, Lando, Leia etc or Tarkin lead empire with leftovers or Zal lead Sith leftovers so which which would you rather which would you rather put on defense or if you were if you were attacking on offense which would you which would you fear more um okay so for me at least at, at this level the thing that concern would concern me the most isn't synergy it would be how fast your team is, frankly. Like how, if they have synergy, can they get going and does the AI play it decently? Like, like Nice Sisters do a great job actually of, of doing that. Though Nice Sisters are maybe a porch example because they, they just, you can just wipe them out so quick with higher relics. Um, I mean, if, if you're just, so, so what a synergy team like that, in my opinion, needs to be on offense. Like Night Sisters are actually great, even at lower levels, at lower gear levels, because uh, I use them on my alt at gear 12 all the time. And I guess now a couple of them are gear 13, but still low relics. And uh, the thing is they punch way, way up potentially, but they can get punched. Like they, they just get swatted by the right teams. <laughs> sure. At, and it's not even close if if you put them on defense. So I guess my rambling way of saying uh, that's my rambling way of saying if you're going to have a um, if you're going to have a team with a bunch of synergy, use them on uh, with without great gear. Use them on offense because you can usually find a team to do that with. Like my yeah. my gear nine uh, on my alt, my gear nine resistance like Jedi training ray team. It's all gear nine except for I guess gear thirteen R two D two. But the rest of them are gear nine, and I kill kill gear twelve and sometimes even gear thirteen first order teams all the time with them because I know how to use them. If I put them on defense, those same first order would wipe the floor with them for 60 banners. Sure. All right, and I, I, I tend to agree there. I also think the hodgepodge teams do absolutely nothing, uh, where synergy teams can do something. Like, absolutely. would you rather do nothing or can do something? I think that's, that's the question. Um, I think it's an easy question to answer <laughs> for me. 
of I'd rather can do something rather than just be fluff. Um, well, I mean, you can't tell me that that like Rolo with Captain Han and like the regret squads that are just like yeah. they don't have synergy. They don't real like they're rebels. Woo. Like, <laughs> like it that's a hodgepodge to me. Like people think yeah. that it's synergy, but it sucks, is what it is. It, or what it what it does. Like it's it's no good. Synergy though, like give me a gear nine Jedi training race squad or or a gear eleven bounty hunter squad before you give me a gear thirteen Rolo with Captain Han hodgepodge right. BS team. Just because they're in the same faction or there's a leadership doesn't mean that there's synergy. Like that's right. what we need. We need to come. We need to come together as a group and all agree that just because they can go together doesn't mean that they should. Um, and that's that's a really great way to say that. Actually, solo very succinct. I like it. Um, yeah, just just because they're the same faction doesn't mean anything, really. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. So that's. Heathcoth is not good with Kenobi. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> So that's specifically a podcast question. So let me just make sure that's highlighted for to make it on the sheet for Friday. Um, all right. For us lower GP division players, specifically uh, this asker is at 4.2 million GP and can't clear Darth Revan. Uh, what's a good comp that I can put together to defeat Darth Revan? He's a Vader, bounty hunters, Imperial troopers. I put my own Darth Revan on defense, so I need a team to clear Darth Revan. So, um, I mean, at that GP, I would probably say it, it's going to be Vader, you know? Uh, and you've been closer to this GP sooner than I have. But I would say Vader versus Darth Revan at that GP is the perfect use for Watt. <laughs> I guess it depends on what else you're facing, but Watt with Darth Revan, go kill uh or what with Darth Vader? Go kill a Revan. So this is at three in three v three or five v five. I this guess this is five v five. It's five v five. Oh yeah, the, I I've used that a few times actually, even on my alt account. I've I've certainly done it. Um, yeah, perfect use for what you you can you can even do it without what that you need to compensate with higher uh, relic levels on Vader for sure uh, and higher right. offense. Sure, but, sure. But yeah, like it's if you use the watt comp it it is it's pretty smooth it's nice it feels cheap um usually you're not facing someone with a galactic legend as well uh as as that good darth revan team so yeah vader 100 percent. yeah go for it otherwise i guess padme can guarantee you two shot <laughs> well yeah yeah that's fair um though you do have to mod padme specifically for that counter uh, yeah, so just be, ca yep. be careful with that. Uh, can't be running the fast Padme, um, right? Or at least it's a lot more difficult. But but yeah, you're sure. you're right. That's that's a good point. Uh, all right. So <laughs> this is a hypothetical draft that you and I are going to get to do with this one, and it doesn't work at the round table, so we got to do it tonight. Okay. So yikes. I get picks one and four. You get picks two and three. So as we look forward to 5v5 again. Let's play a hypothetical match where the two of us get to face off in week one, round one, but there's a catch. We only get to use three GLs, leaving the... Yeah, we only get to use three GLs. 
I get to pick one and four. You get to pick two and three, and we both get the fifth undrafted GL. So <laughs> I get to pick first. <laughs> All right. I, I'm picking Sith Eternal with my first pick. All right. Um, so I get the next two. Yep. I'm going to take uh, both Jedi. I'll take Kenobi and Jedi Master Luke. Okay. I'm going Because that, that means I'm guaranteed either Rey or Kylo, and I'm happy with that. Yes. So which one am I going to give you? You have if you have Kenobi and Luke. So I will take I'll take Ray and we both get Kylo. All right, that's fair. So I'd have C, Kylo, and Ray. You have the two JMs and Kylo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I'd be happy enough with that. I mean, it'd get ugly, but yeah, I just... Yeah. yeah those are the ones I would want. Kylo's yeah. nice because he's, he's very diverse. But. Right, yeah. Um, all right. So, next question. Did we learn anything new about matchmaking GP this past season? Did it change for the divisions, the added teams? Uh, I guess I'm asking how how many need to be stronger than Rose before she stops weighing me down? And um, 110. That's that's how many need to be stronger than Rose. I don't I don't know if I've seen any statistical analysis on matchmaking. So they obviously. Mm-hmm they've never announced what the matchmaking GP is or, you know, matchmaking formula is we kind of, we got it by people doing a statistical analysis. I have not seen anything. Um, I could tell you that all the people that I got matched up against all had a similar top 65 GP. That's that's what I can tell you. We were all within yeah. we were all within probably uh what is it a hundred K of each other on the top sixty-five. So I don't think the matchmaking calculation got changed. That's kind of what I feel like too, which is actually pretty gross in yeah. my opinion. Like but yeah, like you, we, we ran that comparison, right? You, me, Kleso, uh, yeah, but like a bunch of people who were in our range before, right? Like you and Kleso had the exact same matchup GP on both top 65 and top 80, yeah, when we checked. Uh, it, and you guys didn't get paired, but I mean, we were, we were all in the same category. I, I do just wonder, like, so we don't have 65 relic sevens yet, we don't. So I guess there is a margin of that. I, I always I also do think that probably we have pretty similar matchup top 65s to everyone else in the division, though. And we weren't getting paired against some of the really top guys. So I, I don't know. I, yeah. My inclination is to think just from my my limited sample size is that they didn't really change it. But I don't know. It would be very interesting to find out. It, it, it will be. You know what I should do? I should look at my alt, because that's where it's going to be the biggest change, right? Sitting in Division 2. But on my alt, I didn't I didn't notice. <coughs> I didn't notice much difference, to be honest yeah. with you. Faced a lot of the same. 
same style people I faced in weeks before. Uh, actually, I, I have my last week's just pulled up now. Let me, because it's, it's worth looking into. 1.91. I mean, our top 65 is all just as close with my all top 82. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, I, I, it looks, it, the matchmaking looks exactly the same as last season. Um, so I, I don't know. It, it's, it's completely possible that it did change and we're just getting matched against people with similar rosters. But I, I, I don't know. It's very hard to tell, in my opinion. I yeah. So that's something CG could answer for us. Hey CG, do your Q and A one time. That you keep <laughs> promising. Yeah. Um, Not that I really blame them. I think that they're just they want to do it, but someone along the chain is saying no. No. Right. That's that's it. There's a lawyer somewhere saying, "Nah, we don't want you to do that." Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's. Uh, uh, we we talked about this one at the start, so we can skip that one. Um, Should acknowledge what it is so that people don't. Yeah. So the, the question was, how successful do you feel the GAC division changes were, especially on the leaderboards? And the answer is very successful. Yes, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, we did cover that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Given that Kenobi now has his own cheese team, what, if anything, would you do in CG's position? So if you don't know what the cheese team is, it's that, Kenobi gives out damage immunity for end taunt on a tank, a Galactic Republic tank for, um, you know, as long as they have bonus protection. So Kenobi, if he goes first, he puts the damage uh, immunity on to a like R7 or not R7, sorry, gear seven Jedi Knight guardian who has zero, zero base speed. Um, or added speed, I should say, and her base speed at like gear seven is something absurd, like 80 or something. And so she never takes a turn. She remains taunting forever and ever. And then um, she never, she never gets to go. Um, so with that said, oh, and the opponent and the opponent AI mostly, because th this is um, an offense thing, not a defense thing. The opponent AI just attacks the tank and you win without even trying, essentially. So with that said, how do you think they could fix that? Um, I don't know. Maybe release the next Galactic Legend. Maybe have Cat. I mean, Cat's <laughs> well, going to just solve that. Right. Cat, um, well, Cat, Cat does solve it, but not if she's not on the other team. Because this right. is what people are doing on offense. Um, that's fair. On defense, I, I don't think his AI applies it that way. Or you can just use like get the Jedi Master Luke Ultimate. Yeah, you're right. Taunt. Um, you're right. Yeah, it's not a. I mean, you can. Uh, I guess if they really wanted to do something, and I don't know that they will, but if they if they wanted to do something. It just when you apply the damage immunity, give him, you know, increase their speed. Like that's, I think part of the problem is right now Galactic Legends have so much 
so much added speed. These teams are so fast. Like the Jedi Master Kenobi teams, um, you know, they, they have the speed from his lead. Right now, since we don't have Cat, they have the speed from Cam. I mean, they're running laps around old Galactic Legend teams, let alone against nothing teams, right? So just add speed with the damage immunity. Like when you get damage immunity, you you gain plus 35% speed until the damage immunity wears off, right? So super so slow Jedi Knight Guardian then gains the speed of a normal tank, you know, a normal G13 tank. Right. Um, that's, that's probably the easiest solution. Of course, it hurts. It hurts the, uh, you know, the team when they're actually using like an R8 General Kenobi for that damage immunity. But, eh, well, people abusing, abusing cheese, that ruin it for everybody. Um, uh, so final, final podcast question. And you know what? This one's actually a really good one to talk about on the round table because we're going to get a bunch of different opinions. Um, so the question about targets and conditions that you use to decide whether to take a mod past 6E, we're going to save that for the round table. Because uh, I know GOM is going to have his <laughs> a very specific GOM opinions. Um, and then we're all, we're, I think we're all going to have something similar, but something different at the same time. So we'll save, that's, that's, an, that's a good round table question. Um, so guys, with the round table coming up on Friday, <laughs> Prime Force, if it's a speed arrow, throw it away, gum. <laughs> um, <Nice. laughs> uh, we have the pod or the round table coming up Friday. We've already talked about it enough tonight. Don't need to re-explain it. But if you want podcast questions answered by the entire panel, go to our Discord server. The link is below. Uh, or in chat, if you're on Twitch, you can just do the exclamation point Discord to get the link. We have a podcast question section. Please enter the podcast questions there. That way we can ask them and you get, you know, like, like I said earlier, you'll get a wide range of account sizes and play styles to help answer the questions because we all answer the podcast questions. It's not like we just give it to one person. We're all, we're all going to weigh in. So Give us some, uh, give us some roundtable questions. Yeah, okay. guys, do it, do it, do it. I just watched that movie the, again the other day, and that line just makes me laugh every time. <laughs> well, way, it's been so overly memed at this point. The way he says it, um, <laughs> Prime, which is the best Zeta on Gar. It's the one that Gom just applied. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, all right, so Zareth, we both have alts. You have two, I have one. Let's start with one of yours. How did Zareth alt do this this week and this season, really? Because Zareth alt was on quite the charge. Yeah, um, this week I got really high scores and I ended up in uh, the top 10. In fact, I, I ended up in second place uh, for Division 5. So uh, quite the tear. I think things really shifted once once I shifted from playing solid fundamental GAC to just uh, 
going for as many banners as I can. And then I realized that nobody in my uh, bracket was really that, like, was able to clear me anyways. Um, that was kind of a revelation. And I started getting really high scores every time. So, so yeah, I think I got in the 80s, like the 2680s a few times, or two times, and then a 2670 something the, th the other time. Um, one guy even messaged me. He's like, hey, I recognize you from YouTube. Like, what's up? Like, let's have a good match. And he's all excited to beat me. And um, and then he couldn't clear me. And, <laughs> you know, and I, I hung a really rude score on him, uh, you know. Uh, that the alt is the alt is fun and i did that all this week actually with uh without even using i have a jedi knight luke unlocked uh but he was gear 10 this whole time i just didn't even consider using him the whole time probably could have found a use for him but uh that being said really successful season for the alt as usual uh i'm thinking i can't i can't decide i thought for a little bit i was going to have the uh you know the big game hunting thing for next season I don't think I'm going to be quite ready because I don't have old Ben. He needs so many Carbanti. And so I don't have the Jedi Knight Luke Revan team. Oh, yeah. And you kind of need that if you're going to go big game hunting. So may end up going for one more efficiency uh, season. Who knows? Uh, that being said, I'll be in Division 4 again. So maybe maybe with Calvin, maybe if he's managed to soak himself enough, he'll, he'll have escaped my wrath. But um, otherwise... Yeah, it was a good season, obviously, 12-0. I'm, I'm starting to build a pretty good win streak on this account again, uh, kind of unintentionally, actually, but happy enough with it. How about you, Solo? How'd your alt do this season? My alt was not a fan of this season and this this final week, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> so uh, my alt consistently gets higher lifetime guys than my main account does, and it, it happened it happened again in fact this uh, this week so I had hard matchups on all my main account uh, attacks I had worse matchups on my alt account attacks because like round one wasn't that bad but it was up against 770k guy and my all I've kept two G I, I have three GLs. I've kept two GLs in the back uh, for uh, the past two and a half weeks. So I did it again. This guy used a galactic legend on Darth Revan in the front and then couldn't clear me. So the first fight was, wasn't that bad. My second fight was up against a high lifetime guy that also had four GLs. Um, and my alt has three. And this guy, all last week had, or, you know, the week prior, had three GLs on defense in the front zone with Darth Revan. By the way, this guy was in uh, one step to insanity. So he's, you know, he's in a good PvP guild that knows how to mod. So, of course, his Darth Revan was slower than his Malak and his Bastila. So I couldn't even use my Jedi Knight Luke Cheese on it. Um so I had to take all my GLs off defense. And I think actually his Revan, uh, was it this guy? His Darth Revan and Malak were over 340 speed too. Like it, it was no joke. And then 
this was, you know, the Thursday match, which I had zero time. So I screwed up placing my defenses and I placed my top zone in my bottom front. And so I had to place my bottom front defenses in the top, which means I didn't trap them at all because I consistently my top zone is the weakest. Um, and so he was able to clear and I didn't lose by much, but I, I just, I mean, his roster was so much ahead of mine that I couldn't, I couldn't compete. So then I lose that match. And what do I get as a reward? I get a 770 K lifetime guy that also has four galactic legends. <laughs> and I don't. Uh, so I, but I won this match because I said, screw it. I don't care what's happening. I'm putting two Galactic Legends on defense again. If I can't clear, he's not going to clear. He only had one Galactic Legend on offense or on defense. So I easily, I I easily full cleared and he couldn't be either of my Galactic Legends. So I don't know what he did. He had three Galactic Legends on offense and somehow couldn't be either of my Galactic Legends on defense. So he must have, he must have used two two Galactic Legends in the front zone and then got to the back and not, had nothing for my Ray and Jedi Master Luke. Um, <laughs> Love it, man. Yeah. I, I, I will say I, I did my part for your for your <laughs> alt this week or this season. You did. You did. You put Karth on defense. That's what you did. So what <laughs> you said in the beginning didn't work. You put Karth on defense, damn you. <laughs> Hey, uh, all I can say is when when I do it, every time I've done it for for like years at this point, it's worked. That's all I can say. So, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I, did I put him on defense? That was you did. Of me. Good, <laughs> you good did. for me. Good for me. But uh, what else to do with a strange account that you don't know? I also put Ewoks down. You you did. Uh, Ewoks are going on defense in five v five though. There's I need to speed up. And this week I need to speed up my Pat Flew again. Um, <laughs> he at least has relics. Um, all right. So how did how did your other all do? How did Prevail Man do? Did he prevail? Oh man, did he? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. It was uh it was slightly less confident, uh, the last match at least. So so there was one match this this season that I forgot to deploy. So auto-deployed. It's the first match, of course. So we couldn't get top anything. But that being said, I got full clears on every other match. And the final match was pretty rough. My guy played, like, the perfect defense against me. Like, he, I don't know if he was able to check my history or if he just always puts a D-bag defense down. But, like, he plays... He had a really good roster too. It unlocked a ton of different good characters. I was like, how is how am I even fighting this guy? But uh, he, he placed for that for that GP like two million GP. He had like Padme down with with high relics. He had a Commander Luke team down. He had um, gosh a couple other good meta teams like he had Geos down. Uh, at least one other really good team. Oh, a Jedi Revan team uh, down. That's, yeah, and those were all in the front zone, and I was like. Uh, this power cannot be contained or <laughs> this evil cannot be contained by the power of the elves. Like <laughs> I just, I, I was at a loss, but uh, I ended up figuring it out and uh, he, let's see. Yeah. He couldn't beat, he couldn't beat my geos in the back. That's how like my gear eight, just abysmally, abysmally uh, omega 
geos even like they don't even have all their omegas yet and they're, they're gear eight and he couldn't beat them and so i managed i got one shots on everything he had except for fleet now here's the funny state of that account is uh, i used my rebels to to soften up his negotiator fleet which was really fantastic because he had a, a rel- high relic padme team yep. and so his negotiator was really good um so i, I managed to kill a couple of his good ships and then my my backup fleet is negotiator on that account <laughs> <laughs> so but but i mean they're only gear eight pilots so it, it right. ended up it felt way dicier than it sounds but but yeah i clean so i cleaned him up with negotiator i i uh smote my opponent's ruin on the mountainside <laughs> and we moved on it like he'd, he'd placed pretty high in kyber the time before it was it was actually quite the challenge it was a good way to go out so 11 and 1 on that account i will take that yeah. all the time every excellent time. yes sir all right so that's that's how we did this or how our alts did this week um so we now have 5v5 looming on the horizon. Um, what have you done? What have you done to your roster? You mentioned Clone Wars Chewy earlier. Uh, what else have <laughs> you done with 5v5 coming around? <laughs> uh, so Magma Trooper is factoring huge. Uh, gonna, he, he went from gear eight or nine or, or whatever he was up to uh, 13. And I haven't put relics on him yet, but... Uh, I'm going to have to remod my troopers to make sure that they can also handle Jedi Master Luke teams, but that's that's absolutely in the cards. Just the, the name of the game is versatility. Like that, that way it gives me options. Instead of saying, well, I can only kill, you know, three or four different teams with troopers, probably yeah. way more than that. But if I can say, all right, so if he, if he has Sith Eternal on defense or if he has Jedi Master Luke on defense, my troopers can handle that. Like... That that is huge. That is so not so nice. So, um, yeah, Magma Trooper actually enables that. I haven't quite found out how uh, it, it exactly works. I, I know the mechanics. I just haven't figured out what exact mods I need to do. Lots of tenacity, I know, but um, that's that's in the works. And then I did just yesterday unlock the Kenobi Ultimate. So I only dropped to number 11 today, which was exactly what the doctor ordered. Thank goodness for <laughs> Ultimate Kenobi. That that boon, that amazing feeling is going to last for probably about a week, and then I'll start dropping again. But feels nice. But then you'll That's... have Cam in two weeks. Or, well, two weeks after that. So three weeks from now. Yeah, I'll have Cat. That'll be exciting. So, Or I said... I said Cam, yeah, cat. That's the that's good lord. Oh. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't trying to confrontationally correct you. I was just yeah. uh, making sure people understood that yes. that's what I said. Yeah. So oh no, when I when I say something stupid, feel free. Feel free. Um yeah. <laughs> How about your roster solo? Uh so this week I have done two things. I, I mentioned earlier I'm farming a whole ton of relic salvage that way when the next galactic legend is announced i can actually relic some people up um because that's going to be a necessity i got echo to gear 13 and uh wrecker to gear 12 this week the soul my sole focus is getting wrecker to gear 13 going into 5v5 that way i have an actual gear 13 bad batch team and not a 
U3 or gear 13 and oh you you cute little record gear 12 because that I would not trust that at all despite all of the Calvin Awesome videos showing them at gear 11 beating things I still I still would not trust it at all <laughs> so um there we're going to uh, uh so Echo and Wrecker were my focus. Wrecker will continue to be my focus. And then then from there, it's exactly, you know, this week, it's exactly what we talked about earlier of strengthen those B teams. Um, and I, I'll live I'll live with a bad Mandalorian team as my 22nd best team. Like that they, they can stay bad. Um I'm going to focus on the B teams and make them stronger. Oh yeah, I mean that's that's the strength, like the the B teams. That that's going to be what it's going to be what wins us the war. He says, "Sound <laughs> like Rose." <laughs> <laughs> Do it for love. Um, <laughs> Never. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's guys. That's it. That's that's. That's that's what we're doing. That's what it was. That's what it is. Um, thank you, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Good Lord, Gig and Ross and Cornstar and Doofiend and all all the rest of you that donated. Um, we said oh. thank you in real time. Thank you again now. Uh, it is truly appreciated. Um, we are going to. Lombardo <laughs> ranking the order of B teams sounds like a Friday night thing, not a not not a Monday night thing. Uh, so it'll be a round table thing. So there's going to be a lot of discussion on the B teams and how to use them. I assume on Friday. Um, yeah, ranking yeah. the order. Yikes! I will. I I am going to make be making a video on teams to use in uh, it, for five v five teams to be getting ready. So. There, there is that coming, at least. Uh, that'll be coming out soon. In fact, probably Excellent. tomorrow morning. Yeah. Perfect. Um, yeah. Uh, with that said, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's been a good podcast. We will be back on Friday. Let's, um, Zareth, you're going to be streaming throughout the week uh, on your personal page. It's on Twitch, Zareth Prevails. Prevails x-a-e-r-e-t-h underscore p-r-e-v-a-i-l-s you also just mentioned your youtube page it is just zareth uh, x-a-e-r-e-t-h if you go on youtube you can search zareth s-w-g-o-h and it, it i mean it's the t you know pop top thing that pops up um, we will have a counter sheet that is going to be populated with all the videos of all the camp guys uh, for when 5v5 starts, because there's going to be a whole bunch of teams that you're going to be facing that you haven't run into in quite some time. There, that is A uh, link to that is in the description down below. Uh, we have the roundtable on this page, the Gambit Podcast Twitch page on Friday, and it will also come out as a podcast when I wake up, hopefully on Saturday, and can send it to Zareth, and then he has time to upload it. Um, and we mentioned it, yeah. And then we're we mentioned, on vacation. Oh, that's right. And then we mentioned the Discord server. Uh, so that's that's all the stuff, guys. Join us again Friday, and remember that evil sucks. Don't be dicks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>